0: Welcome to Photo Mission Focus Discussing Photography, a podcast all about the things that we love about photography. This is Focus on Rotation, where I have different hosts joining me at the desk as we share and learn each week. Come and enjoy this week's episode with us. Welcome to Photo Mission Focus Discussing Photography, Welcome to 2022, it's a brand new year and a lot of brand new possibilities for your photography. Hi, I'm Steve Finkel, on this episode I'm flying solo. On this episode, the first episode for 2022, I want to talk about having purpose for your photography and making 2022 the year that you truly wear the badge photographer. So what I'm suggesting to people is write yourself a mission statement for the purpose of your photography. Now every one of us, the purpose of our photography is going to be different. Some people are going to, like I said, going to be doing it for monetary gain. Some people are going to do it for personal satisfaction. Some people are just purely doing it as a pastime, just for a, like something they love doing and a hobby they love doing. So I think it's a great time to to think about the the year that's coming, the 2022 year, which, again, it's going to have its challenges. But I think it's always good to kick off with a new kind of attitude, a new type of mindset So if you get in the mindset of saying, okay, and ask yourself this question first, what is the purpose of my photography? Why do I pick up the camera? What are the reasons for me to take my camera and capture images? And like I said, write yourself a mission statement about what your purpose is as far as why you take pictures. Also, I think it's important to acknowledge yourself as a photographer a lot of people who pick up the camera and go out and shoot quite a bit don't kind of use the tag photographer. They won't kind of uh, introduce themselves and say, hi, I'm Steve, I'm a photographer. They'll say, hi, I'm Steve, I do this and I do that and da-da, I take a couple of pictures. I think you, you need to own it. You need to own the the title of a photographer. And I think the more, the sooner you start calling yourself a photographer, and I can remember... Many, 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 many years ago, I made that mind shift. I made the mind shift where I was, never considered myself a photographer, even though I was, but I, yeah, would kind of evade saying the word photographer. Then I, you know, had one of those light bulb moments or watershed moments when I suddenly realised I am a photographer and, you know, I need to acknowledge that. And actually from that point forward, that really helped my photography because it really gave me a kind of a, a confidence boost because I started acknowledging myself as a photographer I can remember a, a friend of mine I had on a previous podcast so she went on an art retreat and one of the things that the instructor got them to do very very early in the piece was gave them name badges which says I'm a painter and took them out to a number of you know sites where art galleries in various different places for inspiration but actually made them Wear the badge to acknowledge themselves and basically acknowledge them, you know, announce themselves to the world that they're painters. And I think owning the title of photographer is one of the most important things you can do in building your photography skills, building your confidence, and like I said, growing as a photographer. Once you kind of put that tag and you start recognizing the tag as that you're a photographer, you'll really grow as a photographer. That's when you really start to find your feet being 2022 gives us that opportunity for that reset that restart to actually kind of do a mind reset so it's really it's really about changing the way you think about photography and changing the way you think about your position in photography and where you fit into the whole photography puzzle where where it is that you sit you know like i said so some people are going to be taking the camera out and it's going to be because they're getting paid to capture images for people some people are going to be taking the camera out purely because it's something they love doing. It's a pastime they love doing. For many people too, sometimes it's like a therapy. It's basically they pick up the camera. I mean, any, anything creative, like whether you pick up a paintbrush or pick up a camera or you pick up you know, a set of wood tools and start making something out of wood or, or whatever, that art of creating is a release. It really helps you, I suppose, Um, get purpose which is really what we're talking about in this episode of focus is about finding that purpose finding that reason and probably more so than finding it but it's also understanding it is actually getting a good understanding of why you do things which will kind of help you get into a mindset where you'll grow as a photographer because you'll then understand I need I want to go out and create this because of this reason and like I said we have to create our own opportunities in life like things sometimes you can have some lucky breaks come your way but for main main part of things you have to create the opportunities you have to be ready to react when an opportunity presents itself as well so again having you know if you're kind of second doubting yourself as a photographer and then an opportunity comes your way where someone might offer you oh do you want to come and shoot this and you go oh no I I couldn't do that sometimes like i said you need to have that confidence. Say, like, yeah, look, I haven't shot that. I haven't actually shot that type of thing before, but I kind of understand what's required. So, yes, I can come and do that. It's about building that confidence level so that you can basically be confident in any situation that you're with your camera. You know, whether it be down at the local lake and you're capturing a sunset, just being able to be confident enough to know that you, you know, when if the sky turns magic, that you've all got the skills and you've got the knowledge on how to capture that. Beauty in the sky, rather than kind of trying to you know struggle to work it out. But like I said, most people have more skill as photographers than they actually first believe. Like I said, it's a big you know as photographers we can all like lack confidence, and I think that's a really hard one, and you have to work on it all the time. But like I said, when you do get to that point and you have that watershed moment where you actually start calling yourself a photographer, it's like a light coming on in a dark room. You can start to see see stuff in the room, and I think that's really important that we all kind of try and get to that point because, like I said, if you're in a dark room, you're kind of a bit limited what you can do, where you can go, what you can you know achieve. Obviously, with the lights on, you can achieve much more, and you know basically, you know the old saying, "Sky's the limit." Well, it, it basically is. You can take your photography as far as you wish to take it, or as far as you need to take it and that comes back to purpose about what the purpose is i mean if, if the purpose is like i said for monetary gain then you want to build your photography to a level where it's repeatable and sustainable so that it produces a regular income and that's what most you know professional photographers strive to do to try and get a build a, data, a you know client base of people who are booking them and using their services on a regular basis so they know that they can kind of Bank on having a certain amount of money each year coming in because obviously they're going to get those that work coming in. It takes planning. It takes again, but a big part of it is confidence because even when you're talking to somebody, if you're confident, if you sound confident, people are more likely to want to use you to capture images because they feel like you know what you're doing. You know, you know your way around the camera. You know what you're talking about. So a lot of people know their way around the camera and they, and, and they, in their mind they have the information about what they need to do but sometimes they struggle to kind of re- relay that to people that they have got that knowledge and some people kind of feel somewhat a little bit embarrassed or whatever for whatever reasons about talking about stuff like that. Or some people worry too that they might slip up on a point where they might mention a photography term and just quite like, not, not quite get it right and someone's going to come and correct them. Um, which usually is not the, yeah, you know, normally not the case, but people do fear about that kind of getting tripped up or caught out and accidentally saying, putting your foot in it. But again, it's about building that confidence, about building that from the inside, like getting that in into your own mind and kind of thinking about stuff. And it comes to a lot of stuff, and I'm just kind of thinking at the moment there's a popular weight loss program that uses psychology to help people so it's not a diet it's it's basically trying to get making people understand why they might eat and why they might eat certain things and how they can probably retrain their mind and we are kind of pre-programmed from early in life with different things we do and unfortunately some of those pre-programming things can actually be lead as we get into adult life give us negative you know results like you know I think there's a part on the the ad for the weight loss program or weight loss, you know, getting people um, into healthy eating was talking about how people have been conditioned to to, to eat everything on their plate. So whatever is dished up on their plate when they were a kid, they were told they have to eat it all, even if there was kind of too much dished up on the plate. So people got conditioned into eating that extra food where they probably didn't really need it. So it's about retraining, retraining your brain to say, you know, I've actually had enough, even though Yep, there's something left on the plate. I don't need to completely eat it. So I to no, know next time that I need to to get a smaller portion because that portion was way too large. Quite often see that I've been on a number of different, you know, cruises around the world and quite often cruises always have the smorgasbord, so you see people and they just go and load these plates up and then they sit down, and they start eating and then they realize, well, wow, this is, I've just got way too much food on my plate here. So sometimes the people it's better when someone else is dishing up the serving and kind of understands what's a kind of normal serve would look like where it's kind of some people it's hard to judge it same thing kind of happens with photography I think the same thing happens that we sometimes condition for other things in our lives to think a particular way and then you know when we try and apply that kind of situation back to photography it can actually have some limiting factors So it's about sometimes retraining the brain. And look, 2022 is a perfect time to to kind of retrain the brain and get into that whole new mindset. Like I said, write yourself a mission statement. So sit down with pen and paper and write about why you pick up the camera. So put it into words, like write it down, even to the point then when once you've written it down, then paste it above your computer or put it somewhere you can see it so you can just kind of read it over and over again and, and kind of start to kind of live live that mission statement start to really kind of understand it so you can put in that mission statement anything you like about where you are as a photographer and what you, you're trying to achieve and like I said the mission statement can be where purely just if you're taking pictures for yourself because one of the things I think people get challenged with with photography is is getting out and shooting enough it's getting the motivation to to keep going out with the camera so they kind of sometimes people say oh I've lost my mojo I've stalled on you know haven't been out the camera for for six weeks or you know period of time it's kind of you kind of need to work on photography and the mindset of photography it's something you need to work on all the time you don't need to be always picking up the camera you can be working on your photography in other ways you can be working on your photography simply by just studying when you're in a situation and you're say you're at a restaurant just, just having a look in the restaurant where the windows are, how the light's falling, looking where people are sitting, looking about how the light is landing on people and how it's lighting up, say, parts of their face and maybe how it's kind of accentuating different parts of their body or accentuating different parts of the room, how the room actually reacted to the light. And then as you're sitting there, as, as the you know light moves, because if, if it's natural sunlight, sunlight will... Obviously, change angles as coming in a window at different times of the day, which will produce totally different results. Sometimes it's just a matter of sitting there and studying, look, just watching that, just watching the light, watching how it falls, and then thinking about how you could use that light. And again, that you're, you're building your photography skills. You're actually, even though you're not, haven't got a camera in your hand, but you're actually learning something about photography and you're actually thinking like a photographer and, and that's one of the things about wearing that badge of I'm a photographer it's to start kind of looking at everyday situations but then look at it as a how would a photographer see it photographers you know definitely we definitely start to look at things differently so you know sometimes when we see something that's that's kind of old and decrepit and broken down people will will look at that and go oh look at that, it looks terrible. That's, um, all that decay and all that rot and all that stuff and and then as a photographer I look at that and go wow that's that's so many stories there that 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 building it's how many people have lived there how many people have gone there look at what's happened to the weather how many seasons has that building gone through you know how many storms has it weathered all that type of stuff I can you can see it in, in in all the imperfections and all the you know things that have happened to that building each one of those things is a kind of a is a layer so it's a bit like life you know we've Life is a whole bunch of layers of experiences that we experience over time and those layers of experiences will ultimately have a, a result on how we see things and it can change the way we see the world. Just like that building, you know, from the when that building was first built, you know, it, it looked a particular way and then 50 years later that building can have a totally different look on it even though it may have never been renovated, had never been changed. Things happen, you know, like I said, the, the paint fades, or the materials break down and weather, and it takes on a different character and a different look. And it's kind of, like I said, looking at stuff, doing stuff, as a thinking as a photographer, just in everyday life, just, you know, as you're doing stuff, thinking about, oh, if I had my camera here, I could, I could have captured this, or I love the way the light's coming in in the afternoon now. I mean, I like that low-angle afternoon light coming in for stuff when you've got something there in the rim lighting effect so you've got that beautiful kind of aura of light around a subject and like I said it's it's just looking at those things even though you mightn't be physically taking pictures of them but it's actually just observing them and kind of recording them in your mind like thinking about how how that might look how am I might be to use that in the, in the future how I might want to capture a subject and I might want to use that type of light to capture my subject and accentuate different parts of it so maybe like a profile shot um side on shot of a a person's face and getting that kind of rim lighting effect around the the nose and and the, the the hairline and that type of stuff and and like i said just having a different look and just creating something a little bit different so it's always like i said never turn off the the photographer part of your brain i think always keep the photographer part of your brain switched on as you're walking around because I just find that I do it all the time now I'll be just walking around looking at stuff and I'll be or in a situation particularly if I'm killing time I find it's a really great way you know sometimes you've got to go somewhere and you've got to wait whether it be at doctor's surgery or whether it be at a you know wherever it is you're getting your car serviced or some other some other place where you need to sit there and wait until something's completed so you can move on I try and use that time sometimes then to kind of think as like think like a photographer and and look at different things in the room I might be looking at shapes and i'm I'm always kind of interested in shapes that when you look at shapes sometimes you can you can actually see more in the shape than than you previously first saw and it comes sometimes it just be the angle that you're looking at i I typically you know i have observed this as a, as a kid growing up you see you know, the cars that were kind of common day. And then you see a car that you hadn't seen, you know, for, you know, maybe 30 years or 40 years or something um, when you were a kid. And then you see that someone's driving there, you know, they've restored one, they're driving down the street. And you look at it and you look at the lines of the car and you go, wow, I didn't realize like it had that that that, that shape looked like that. I kind of, my recollection of it, the shape was slightly different. And again, I think it's as we grow, And we probably understand more stuff and some of that stuff rubs off on on composition and how things look and the angle that you look at something because just changing an angle that you look at something as most photographers know can actually change the outcome dramatically, can add that extra impact to an image by just simply moving the camera or moving the subject and photographing them from a slightly different angle. It can really kind of add that punch or impact to an image so sometimes when you see everyday objects that you haven't seen for years and you really look at them and you are kind of now using your photographer's eyes, you see some, you see different things there, you see different lines, you see different shapes, you see different textures, things that you were always there, but you never noticed. I think what it is it's you've as your mind develops, you develop that sense of processing these things and processing them like a photographer, because definitely photographers look at the world differently. Like I said, when you see something old and broken down, and whatever you, you think about all the, all that how you, how you can capture that character, how you can you know photograph that, and how you can tell that story, it's it's interesting. Like a lot of people love taking the portraits of uh, you know um, people who are who've been on the planet for a long time, and their faces are quite weathered. Particularly in some of the countries around the world where people spend a lot of time outside, so their skin becomes very dried and. They have a lot of texture and a lot of lines and a lot of, you know, wrinkles and whatever. But they really make interesting portraits because they say so much about that person. There's so much more there than trying to catch a perfect skin that's blemish-free, you know, because um, each one of those blemishes on the face represents a, a point in time. And as photographers, that's what we do. We, we actually capture a point in time, so we actually capturing that point in time and kind of preserving it forever which is like I said one of the things that really I love about photography is the fact that you've got that ability to freeze time and your ability to be able to preserve that moment virtually forever and ever these days of technology I think you know images will live on for a long long time into the future now and we've seen that with photographs from yeah, you know, the very original photographs that are taken, we still we can still look and still see those photographs, but we can still learn them, learn about things in them. And I think the I, I can just imagine, you know, uh, how excited photographers were when they first kind of cameras first invented, and they had this whole brand new way of of, of seeing the world. And I think the really good photographers developed their photography sense really kind of uh, quickly. And they started, like I said, looking at everything as a photographer, and not as a kind of you know average average person how they might see something. So they kind of look at all those different aspects and all the different uh, characteristics, and like I said, wanting to capture them and present them in a way which gives you know other people the opportunity to see them. Because what you do is quite often you open the eyes to other people that when they look at something that they haven't kind of seen in that particular way before it makes them think about things and it helps them kind of readjust things and look at things because like the world is is ever-changing um things are um like i said and, and there's two parts of the kind of change process yeah you've got the physical changes of things physically changing the styles of stuff physically changing but we also have the mindset so the mindset so constantly our mindset on how we see things is changing so like I said people once upon a time you know didn't like a particular thing it wasn't popular and then it started to become popular and as more people kind of started maybe doing that and more people were exposed to it 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 kind of became acceptable or became the normal and people started kind of accepting it and that's what's happened in the world like we've seen so much more things are accepted today that weren't accepted previously because people have had the chance to probably have an open mind and I think as a photographer, the more open your mind is to photography, the better you're going to I mean the bigger you're going to grow as a photographer and the more you're going to achieve as a photographer if you keep your mind open as soon as you kind of start having a closed off mindset, that's when you're going to kind of lock yourself into that, that dark room again and the lights are can, you know, going to be dim and you're not going to be able to have, a, have that clear view of what's going on. I think like I said, you really need to keep an open mind you need to kind of be prepared to accept things and see things differently and i think it does kind of happen that you do start to kind of appreciate that you've got this extra sense to see things in a different way um i I think it for a lot of photographers you know it's it's some of them have a natural gift to actually see the see the world so differently and they basically just kind of can pick up the camera and like you see people now like who've never been interested in photography and then at some point a camera comes in their hands for whatever reason and they take a couple of pictures and they start looking at them and going, wow, this is like, I never thought about photography like this before, I I can see something different. And I can remember having photographers on the Exposure podcast talking about the point when they actually realised they wanted to pursue photography. Sometimes it was a, you know, a, a pivotal point where they took a photograph and they were able to capture something in a way they'd never seen before. And when they looked at the image, it kind of like went, well, I created that. that that's a mate. Like, you know, that's... I I'd never thought that was possible or I never thought I'd do that type of thing. And then again, that's been the catalyst for a lot of people that sometimes they capture something that's unique. And then as people kind of... Their skills grow and they can capture more and more. But again, a lot of it is a bit like going back to the diet program. It's about the mindset... It's about you know the most powerful tool as a photographer is not your camera, it's your mind and how you use your camera. Your camera is, is just simply a tool. It's just a same as a paintbrush is a tool for the painter to paint the pictures. It's the means that to apply the paint to the canvas. The camera is the means of capturing that image and committing it to a uh, format where it can be either displayed digitally or can be displayed as a print where it can be converted to a print. So again, it's the camera is just simply a tool. That's all it is, and it's how you use that tool is how you get the best results, and and that's the difference. You can hand a, um, an entry-level camera to a an experienced photographer, and they can go off and produce amazing images that that have impact and have have um, worth or purpose because they understand photography. So it's not about the camera itself it's about the person and it's about how they think about photography and about how they apply themselves for photography this episode we've been talking about um, adding purpose to your photography and making 2022 the year of purpose for your photography the year that you sit down and write yourself a mission statement and then you start to live by that mission statement and start to live uh, like a photographer and, and like I said start acknowledging yourself as a photographer so if you haven't you know previously acknowledged yourself as a photographer take this opportunity in 2022 to start acknowledging yourself as a photographer and getting out there and growing your skill set, you know, keep the open mind, really, that's more important than anything is to keep that open mind, not to get into a locked off, closed off mindset, because that will kind of slow you down or, or make it much, much harder, because you'll be kind of, you know, stuck in a place there where you're not kind of being able to create freely, so you know, I suppose creating stuff is, is about having the freedom to do what you want and to do it the way you want to do it and, like I said, keeping an open mind of just thinking I don't... just because someone said, oh, you know, you have to take pictures and, again, it's a bit like the, going back to the, you know, the plate of food where it's too much food on it. Sometimes photographers early in their journey are given a bit of advice which may not have been the best advice. But sometimes it's amazing what we hang on to, the bits of information that we kind of retain. And sometimes that information's not based on fact or, you know, good reasoning even. It's kind of someone, was at the time it was someone's opinion who maybe you felt you respected that person. You thought they had a particular kind of, you know, status in the world of photography. So you took that on board and then you've kind of lived by that piece of information and sometimes that's not always right so sometimes it's worth challenging stuff so if you challenge everything about your photography and look at how you can like I said you know find that purpose understand the purpose because once you understand your purpose as a photographer and then as you start to acknowledge yourself as a photographer that's when I think you'll find the shackles will come off and you'll actually really find this kind of freedom that you've just kind of hadn't had before in photography and I'm kind of I love that freedom that I have as a photographer to be able to create stuff and do stuff the way I want to do it and like I said I want to kind of learn more and more about photography and improve my kind of understanding of of stuff all things photography and I kind of like really kind of broad brush approach I do love every kind of aspect of photography and I'm kind of appreciate some areas that i wouldn't kind of practice myself but i appreciate people's passion and commitment that they actually kind of invest in in that area of photography and again um it's it's like i said it's we're all different we're all creatives we all want to do something and like i said 2022 is a perfect opportunity now we're at the beginning that we can actually start kind of making some changes so yeah, we've been talking about finding the purpose of, and um, like I said, so I hope many, many more of you when I come across these will actually say, hey, I'm Joe, I'm a photographer. Hi, I'm Cindy, I'm a photographer. And, you know, start to kind of wear that badge of honour. Really, you know, get out there and wear it with honour and, like I said, embrace it and grow as a photographer. So until our next episode, just have fun with your photography. Just really enjoy it. Get out there. Shoot, you know, shoot the stuff you love. And like I said, just keep looking at the world through your photographer's eyes. Until next time, this is Steve Finkel for Finder Mission Focus. Thanks for listening. See you. That's all for this episode this week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment and don't forget to follow us on your favourite podcast app and social media sites. Remember, photography is a pursuit where there's always something new to learn. Safe and happy shooting, everyone.